Blog Talk Radio. Napa know-how. A Napa guy knows more isn't always better, unless we're talking about full-size vans. These beasts do more than get you from A to B. They have so much space a man can live in it. With shag carpeting, waterbed, and a sweet lava lamp, these mobile abodes have all the comforts of home. With quality parts and plenty of Napa know-how, you can keep the original tiny house running longer, stronger. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, and welcome to Powerful, Re- Re- Powerful Radio's Relationship Wednesdays. I'm Dr. Nefertiti Noel. And bam, I am Darren Noel. Well, bam. Um, <laughs> we're here tonight just to talk about relationships. First of all, I know that we've um, taken a couple weeks off for vacation, and so now that we're back in fall and full swing, we're coming back with a topic that we really feel like is timely. But for people that are just listening to us for the first time, um, I am a clinical therapist, and I run a thriving private practice outside of Chicago, Illinois. I do everything from individual therapy, group therapy, organizational building, um, as well as public speaking. And my background is in corporate America, and here in New Orleans Associates, I focus on resume consults, life coaching, and career counseling. All right. If you have a question tonight, a comment that you want to make tonight to us directly and you want to be on the air, our telephone number for calls is 323-693-3835. Again, 323-693-3835. And if for some reason what we're touching on tonight is something that you need help with in your own relationship and you need something deeper than what we discussed on the radio blog tonight, um, you can call our office at uh, 630-428-2344. You can take a look at us at www.noelandassociates.com, and all spelled out, Noel is N-O-W-E-L-L.com. So um, tonight's topic is really interesting. It's who cares what they say? Do other, do other people's opinions about your relationships really matter to you? Mm-hmm. That's right. And I'm going to say one of the reasons that, I, that we're talking about the topic tonight is because recently in the news has been a lot of information about Ray and Janae Rice, um, who I guess back in February or so were in an altercation in an elevator in Atlantic City where Janae Rice apparently was knocked out by Ray Rice, and uh, at that time they were just engaged, and, and he was suspended from his team for a couple games. And now a video has come out of him actually physically knocking her out, and, and you see the whole video. And um, she's staying with him, and she's defending him on Twitter and Facebook and different places. And people are having a lot of outrage towards her and saying that, you know, she must only be with him because she's got pathology or something of that nature. And then outside of them, we hear things about Jay-Z and Beyonce. We hear things about, uh, you know, rumors of cheating and a possible divorce. We hear about Kanye West and Kim Kardashian and how how she, you know, released a sex tape and people don't think they should be married or Tom Cruise and Katie Holmes and how he could possibly be domineering or um, – Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. I mean, the couples can go on and on. Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union, Nick Cannon, Mariah Carey, Bobby Brown, Whitney Houston, Michael Douglas, uh, and Catherine Zeta-Jones. And so you just we're always hearing about other people's relationships, and you see a lot of Facebook chatter about it and tweets about it and whether these relationships are good or bad. And I'm really wondering, what if someone was to look at our relationships like that? And and critique them to the same minutiae, the, the micromanagement of other people's relationships, would that matter to us, and do we even care what other people think? Yeah, that's really a great question because, 
Like, you know, these folks have their life on blast, right? It's all over the Internet, all over the news. You know, most of us have the, the ability to have most of our issues in home, doesn't get out into the street. But their issues are elevated, you know, and really put out in the public. So it makes it that much harder to come to an agreement to say get over something where people keep bringing it up in front of you. So it's definitely challenging in a relationship. So, if, again, if we had to go through that same scrutiny or people looked at their relationships in the same way, okay, how would we feel about that? And would people's opinions that are out there make a difference on how we feel about a relationship? Mm-hmm. If someone started talking bad about the relationship that you have with your spouse, you know, oh, your spouse is really domineering. They don't let you do anything. You've got to do everything that they say. You know, how would you feel about that? Could you handle that? Okay. Absolutely. I think the other thing is they are famous, and so we see their relationships on Facebook. But how many times have we? I mean, I just got on Facebook the other day, and a friend of mine posted up. Does anybody know a good divorce lawyer? I mean, wow. like we still see, even though we may not be as famous as other folks, all of us have seen folks' relationships put on blast. Yeah. And we've had people that say, um, "Hey, I don't like Susie Snowflake for you. You know, I don't really care for the way she does this, or she already has kids, or." he doesn't make enough money or she's not pretty or he's not nice or I don't like the way he looked at me or he used to be married before or, you know, we we get that input and how many of us take the input and should we take the input? And should we take the input? You know, so guess what? Opinions are free. Everybody has one. And most of the time people are not afraid to give you their opinion. So you can't be surprised because most of the time people are going to give you opinion about your relationship in some form or fashion, okay? If there are any kind of a uh, – a family member, friend, they're going to have some kind of opinion on it. Absolutely. Some will be uh, more direct, some will be less direct, but everybody's got an opinion on it, and, some, and they will share it in some form or fashion. You know, don't be surprised about it because it's, it's going to come out there. Well, then you have to decide is, are you going to listen to their opinion? Mm-hmm. Okay? So I think one thing you start off is um, who is the person, can I think about who it is, and what is their motive behind telling you this information? Absolutely. Right? So, so I kind of start off with that one. Who it is and what their motive is it? Okay. We can start off with family members. Like, say, how about parents? Mm-hmm. Okay. Especially based on how old you are. You know, if you're um, young 20s or you're only 30, it's going to make a difference, right? I mean, if you're still in college and you're still about getting married and stuff like that, your parents are going to have some more direct conversations with you. Because what? Because that's how you could be still living in their house. They're still providing you money, things of that nature. So you're still a lot more under the direction versus if you're 30 years old, you're out of the house already independent, now you're thinking about getting married. So the level of directors can change based on the age that you're at, okay? But let's start with parents, okay? Parents, a lot of times, can't have a lot of opinions about the person that you're meeting. This person is not good enough for you, okay? I don't believe he or she makes enough money. I believe he or she is in it just to get your money, mm-hmm. okay? Absolutely. Um, I don't really like uh, the demographics of that person. Right. Okay. I mean, maybe they don't like the person you you pick because he's not in the socioeconomic status that they want him to be in. Maybe they don't like the the job he does. Maybe he makes eighty thousand dollars, but he's a garbage man, and so that's not who they perceive, you know, as right. the right person for you. Maybe they're the wrong race for them. Maybe they're the wrong height, the wrong um, religion, religion, the wrong weight. How much of that? I, I've seen a lot of people come to me and say, Dr. Noah, I really love person X. Um, but the, and the religion's a big one, Darren, but he's of a different religion than us. Okay. And my family can't accept that part of it. Right. And so lots of times you can have really pe- people that are really happy in and amongst themselves, but they can't be happy when the family dynamic takes place. So that's, so then 
I guess it comes to that individual is, you know, am I willing to step aside and put my family on the back burner mm-hmm. to be with this person? And that's a big question. If, if, if it comes down to that. That's a big question because some people feel like, listen, I'm, with, I'm not going to give up my mom for you. Right. You know, so so, they're saying my mom is more important to me than you, even though say it's the guy saying this to the wife, mm-hmm. okay? My mom is more important than even though you we're talking about marriage here, right? And you're going to be, you know, one we're going to be one flash, and you're going to be, you know, my partner for life. My mom is still more important to me mm-hmm. than you. And I've seen that stop marriages where somebody's mom is like, I don't like her. Now, I, again, you'd have to look at and see what what is it about the wife. Like now, some things I feel like and here. Here's the thing, though, like. We're going to qualify and say, like, if they just don't like a demographic about her or him, that's wrong. But then there's some parents that say, well, Susie smells like does drugs, and I just think right. that's the wrong thing to do. So do you yeah. listen to that or do you not? That's a good. So, what again, what, who they are and what's their motivation behind it? Mm-hmm. You know, listen, you know, he or she seems to have, like, a little drinking problem. You know, before you get married, you watch out for that. They could have. Uh, Look, maybe they use legal marijuana every time they go to Colorado, right. and your parents don't think that's the right thing to do. They've been married and divorced three times already. Right. Now right. listen. They've got kids already. They've got kids already. So what you have to do, number one, is make sure you're secure enough in you and your choice before you take this person around your family and ask yourself, because some people feel like I'm not marrying you I'm not marrying your family. I'm marrying you. And some people feel like you're not just marrying me. You marry my family. So they, that you know, that's to me, that's a really big, that's a really big thing to define before you, before you move forward in a relationship. Right. So I'm going to tell you that if if what people say to you and think of your relationship matters, and it should, by the way. I mean, I'm in some instances it should. I mean, I think, for example, like when we look at um, Ray and Janae Rice. She's saying that, listen, I forgave him. Like, he beat me up in the elevator or whatever. Well, I think her quote was, if you, if the media wants to take away my happiness, you have done so on so many different levels. Right. Oh, my God. Right. And I thought, wow, that's pretty profound. She's basically saying that. I'm good with it. Right. Whatever happened, happened, and we're moving ahead. And she says, we're going to show you where true love is. I thought that was very interesting. Yeah. Now, some people look at that especially me as a therapist, and I'll say, is that part of, you know, does she have some issues with domestic violence? And is that, I mean, was this the only time that something we'll never know? I mean, I won't know. Sure. But definitely didn't look like, because I did pull up the video on TMC. Yeah. Sure. It, it definitely didn't look like this is the first time. But if, if you're deciding to take a certain behavior and action, then you have to then decide how much exposure you give your family and friends to that behavior. Now, I guess let's let's take that for a scenario with a couple who's already married, mm-hmm. and now they're going through domestic violence mm-hmm. in the household. And now maybe you are the parents of one of those children. Right. Either the parent of the victim or the parent of the perpetrator. Right. Okay. And now you're giving influence to to the that couple or to either one your child or or to the couple as a whole. Okay. Um, how freely do you think you should be getting involved in that relationship if you're a parent? You're asking me that question. I'm asking you that. You know, here's what I'm going to say. I can't tell a parent what to do or what not to do. I think any parent, most parents have the instinct to protect their children from hurt, harm, and danger, what they perceive to be hurt, harm, and danger. And I think one of the things I always tell clients to do is to put a bubble around your relationship. So 
if I'll put it, let me speak to a different perspective. Okay. Let me speak to if you don't want the judgment of your family, then you can't expose them to the behavior. So okay. I think what happened to to I don't even know their names. I'm sorry, yeah, Ray, Ray and Janae Rice, right. is that they got a public exposure that they weren't anticipating getting. No, all right, that, that bubble was open. So they're, right. family, friends, so the they're getting world. input that they didn't ask anybody to give. Right. And a lot of times when people don't ask you for input, and this is a good nudge for parents and people, when people don't ask you for input, they don't want it. Mm, okay. They don't want it. So even if you're a mom and you want to rush, like if you look at Whitney Houston and Bobby Brown, her mother said, man, we staged interventions. We, we did everything. We talked to her. We tried to pull her out of the house. I mean, we called the but police. But she wanted to stay. And she wanted to stay. So thanks, Mom, for the input, but this is my right. husband. Or whatever. I can't right. So as a parent, you, you can give them as much information as they're willing to take. But even parents have to say, okay, how many times can I give information before my child pushes me out of the relationship completely? And you lose access. And then, then you lose access. Like, Mom, that you know what? I'm tired of the input that I have not asked for. You know what? We don't need to talk anymore. Absolutely. So I think those are things to think about that if you want, sometimes if you want a healthy relationship with your kids, sometimes you have to you give, give them input until they can take it, but you have to pull back. And yeah. as an adult, now I'm not talking, let me be really careful. I'm not talking about 16-year-olds. Right, I agree. I, I mean, feel like, man, you under 18, you living in my house, what I say is what what goes. Right, no, you cannot be with that person. Right, don't like it? Right. Grow up, move out. Right. But as adults, I think adults have the right to say that I'm comfortable with the behavior. And then a lot of people don't know how to manage that. How could, how could somebody be okay with getting beat? Like, that's the question. That's a, How can that be okay? And I'm always one that says we don't know 100%. Now, I'm not saying it's condoning beating or anything of that nature. But you never really know what's happening in someone else's relationship. No, you don't. No, you don't. Even if we look at that video that we saw of Solange and Jay-Z or whatever happened in the right. elevator, everybody's right. saying what Beyonce should have done. But we don't know the full background story, and we may never know may never the full know. background story. So a lot of times when people are giving input, and, and a lot of times what somebody else says does matter to your relationship. Absolutely. But sometimes you're on a pathway, and you just keep ramming down that pathway. Now, I'm sure they got a lot of input for that. Again, they had a bubble around their relationship, right? Even yeah. the meaning between husband and wife. And they're known for their bubble. Husband and wife and uh, sister, sister-in-law. Sister-in-law is part of a bigger family bubble, bubble right. right? But their bubble got exploded and went viral, and the whole world, you know, out there had visibility to inside that bubble, and people had input on that. Mm-hmm. You know, he should have done this. She should have done that. Why is this happening? Well, what's going on? Mm-hmm. It's because of rumors of cheating or the so now people are giving input and having uh, opinions about what's going on inside their, their relationship. That they don't have to live out. Here's the other thing that, that goes into making a relationship, that both parties have to be responsible for the decisions they make and whether or not they heed someone else's advice. So like, let's say, for example, you take someone else's advice, it goes south for you. Can they pay bills? Can you move in? I mean, sometimes people are making decisions just because, listen, i got to stay here and eat or whatever, you know, whatever that thing may be. Right. But if they decide to stay, then that automatically means that they can't hear any more of your chatter. No, right, exactly. No, that's the end of that point. And most of us, I mean, and there are some relationships where it's the culture that everybody has input, mom, dad, grandma, everybody has to like the person. And I'm not saying there's a problem with that either. But each each couple has to decide how much input they're going to take from somebody else. Now, what do you have there with Jay-Z and Beyonce? I'm sure they had input not only from family but also for business um, clients 
or, method, or, or um, consultants, consultants, right? Absolutely. Image consultants. You know, hey, you guys need to come out, take a family picture, let everybody know everything is okay. The concerts that you already pre-sold are still going to go ahead. Mm-hmm. You know, we need to clean this up, make the image. So, and then again, we have to look on. at vantage point. Like, it, uh, right. people that are counseling you, so, like, I do therapy with people. People have to look at what is Dr. Nero's vantage point. Okay. So I don't get I don't get a million-dollar kickback if your relationship stays together or if it doesn't stay together. You know what I mean? And sometimes when we take input, let's say mom says, listen, I know he hit you, but that's okay. I know it's hard. But let's say mom depends on his income Ooh, okay. to, to pay for her, Medicaid, Ooh. her medication, her, you know, the things that she needs. So wow. she may give you input to say, let's say mom got abused. Right. And so she feels like, man, you're not the only one. Everybody goes through something like this. All households are like that. Yeah. Don't worry yeah. about it. It's vantage point. Ooh. So when someone gives you input, you have to look at who are they? What did they go through? Are they married? Have they ever been in a relationship? Have they ever been abused? What? What is? Where are they coming from? Some people are just like, no matter what it takes, make your relationship work. Eat worms, sleep in separate bedrooms. <laughs> Do, hey, you know, do whatever you have to do. And some people are like, the first time you offend me, I'm out. Right. You, you hit it right here. What is the advantage? And my, some people say, no, divorce no matter what. No matter what, you cannot get a divorce. Correct. Okay, what's going on there? Some people have that vantage point. So you need to have that as you're taking advice. Okay. And some people have, like, I know people that get married like they're dating. In other words, like, you date, you date a chick for a month, hey, y'all want to hook up? You get married, and you, <laughs> hey, maybe you want your fourth marriage now. Right, your right. Fifth one. But you're a marrying man. You're a marrying right. type. You know, maybe you want to, you like weddings. You know, I right. don't know. And so when it doesn't go well, sometimes those types of relationships can end quickly. So guess what? If you're taking advice from somebody who's been uh, married and divorced three or four times, you know from the back that they don't have a problem with divorce. Correct. It's not really that big of a deal for them. They right? also may not know how to pick work. people, so they may not be able to give you the information you need to sustain your relationship. And the truth is, is nobody knows your relationship better than you. They're absolutely not. And something, like I think getting hit is an inflexible. That's not okay. Uh-huh. I don't think there's a circumstance where that's okay. And some people feel like, hey, he was drunk, he didn't mean it. I mean, some people, that's, they can tolerate that behavior. Some people can't take cheating at all. Other people are like, as long as you don't bring it home, I'm okay. Everybody cheats. So it's just a matter of what can you handle, what are you prepared to put up with, and does your image matter to you? In other words, some people's images, like, really matter. If you're running a corporation or you're um, a pastor and his wife or you looked up to in your family, then you people try to keep that image intact and they don't give out as much information so they can't take as much feedback. Now let me ask you this. Does it make a difference on the topic of the relationship, part of the relationship, of where you're going to take input? Like if you're talking about, hey, we're giving input to uh, your sex life, the number of children you have. People say, you know what, you got too many kids, you need to stop having kids. Or when are you going to have children? Mm-hmm. So you guys are married oh, here's five my years. Favorite one. When, when you... are you going to have children? Right, right. My favorite one is when you're going to get married. Like people date for a year, two years. Somebody uh, starts to hey, you know, like what's going on? Like, right. you know, in my day kids were married at five, you know, and now you're 30 right. and you're not, so what are you going to do? What's the problem? Right. As adults that are entering relationships, you have to define the input and from where you're going to take it. And then sometimes the wife is comfortable with input that the husband is not comfortable with. That's a great point. And from a different set of people. Maybe I can take input from my mom, but I can't take input from these moms. Right. Because right. I don't, you know, right. or maybe vice versa or whatever the case may oh, be. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. You know, and I think we all have to know how much input we can take. So when we're busy being critical of other people's relationships, 
we have to think about, can we take that same heat? So if I'm a mom and I give input to my daughter about her relationship, can she then come over and say, Mom, I don't like the way Dad talks to you at the dinner table? <laughs> because if we're talking about an adult, she right. may feel free, like, hey, you know, so we opening up what we like and what we don't Everybody's like. Everybody's being open. Let's be open. Like, so I don't no, like no, that. No, right. right. So if, if she can't be open, Mom, sometimes maybe you shouldn't be open. And then somebody's out there going, but Dr. Noel, as a parent, I'm the mom, I'm the authority. But if your kid's 40 and you're 63, are you still the only authority? Hey, Mom, you've been dating this guy for five years. Y'all both 60. Uh, you guys going to get married. That right. could be info, right, from a right. child from to an adult. adult mom, right? Or I just read online, I wish I had written down the couple, it's a 91-year-old woman, a 97-year-old man, and they just got married. And uh, the kids are trying to get the, the marriage annulled. Oh, wow. Um, because wow. It, because mom has a $500,000 piece of property that if she dies, this dude gets get that it. house. And they don't, right. and they don't, they don't want, want it. it. The couple's also interracial. Okay. So they're like, wait a minute, mom, like this is something you wouldn't have done 40 years ago. How could you be doing it now? And then the grandkids, are everybody's weighing in. Everybody's so got they've gotten point. a judge involved. Um, because at some point, I guess, according to the article, mom was ruled maybe incompetent over her finances. I don't know the full, you know, the full extent of it. Right. But now a judge is involved to see if they should stay married. Wow. And if a post-nup needs to be done. So to now protect. the judicial system is Correct. inside their bubble in their relationship. Correct. Wow. Correct. So that's probably and not comfortable. Are, and, and at 97, you raised, you raised kids, you right. raised grandkids, you raised great-grandkids. Yeah. They but, the time but got, they much time to mess around. Right, but they got grandkids saying, "Hey, I don't like the fact that he married my great grandmother, and I want my inheritance. I want my house, and I don't want him getting my house." And they're both saying, "We're in love. We're right. happy. Why can't we be together? Why can't we finish our own lives together?" Right. And some of the kids are like, "Well, you didn't tell me mom was going to get married, and mom thought they got happy." So these are all like, so should she care what her kids are saying? Do they deserve to get all $500,000 of the property? I mean, theoretically, he just swooped in on the edge of her life, so to speak. Right. But it's also the edge of his. Like, at 97, you might live to be 105, but you're not going to live to be 300. Now, how much how much input would you listen to somebody when they, when they talk about money, especially if you're somebody of means, okay, when talking about getting a prenuptial, okay, before you get married to somebody? You feel like you found a right person, you guys are going to get married, but whatever – one person makes a significantly uh, amount more money than the other person or has some significant more uh, more assets than the other person, and either family, your financial advisor recommending, you know what, we recommend you get a prenuptial agreement. You know, I, I don't have a problem with people pursuing prenuptial agreements for their marriages because I feel like if the marriage doesn't end, then you still get to live in the lap of luxury. If the marriage does end, then, you know, then you leave with what you came with or whatever that agreement is. Okay. But some people feel like, well, how could you think that of me? How could you think that I would never love you forever? You know, I'm never going to sign a prenuptial. But we all know that, you know, a year into a marriage, mortgage, kids, gaining weight, hair falling out, things change. And so theoretically, if you don't have a prenuptial agreement and you are a person of means, then because you were not fiscally responsible, that's your issue. Okay. You know, so I think that people should take as much input as they can. Um, and, and again, everybody has to live with their decisions. So you look at stars that say, "Man, I wish I'd had a prenuptial agreement. This girl was never being honest. I thought she was. She left for half my stuff, and she didn't work for it." Wow. Okay. True. True. And vice versa. You know, when when you look at um, so in, in that scenario, 
how would you, if you're the couple, or how would you counsel a couple of weighing that input, or people giving that input, giving that feedback, whether that whether that couple should kind of really listen to that input or kind of say, you know what, let's make the decision on our own. I'm going to say you, I would tell them, because I've dealt with many wealthy couples, right. and I've told them, you all have to decide if you can live with the consequences of not taking the input or taking the input. Okay. So if, if you get a prenuptial, is that going to ultimately lead to, to the demise of your marriage because she or he is offended by that? Right. Could be, you know what? Five years, ten years down the line, you know what? I never got over that offense. Mm-hmm. That you never trusted me enough that I truly loved you, truly cared about you, that you made me sign this prenuptial agreement. Absolutely. And that can't happen. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that can't Or happen. you don't get the agreement, they leave anyway, and they take half. And your mom says, told you. I, I told you, know? right. Or so what do we say about, you know, like sometimes the elders of the family are known for being able to pick whether or not somebody can marry somebody or whether or not the relationship's going to last. So you hear people saying, my grandmother said it wasn't going to last. <laughs> right, right, right. I should have listened. You know, the hindsight is twenty twenty. Also, I've seen couples where the mom and dad fell in love with the fourth boyfriend she had, but she married the fifth one. Oh, okay. So they're still yeah. inviting dude number four over for dinner parties, right. barbecues. He's still fixing things at the back of the house. She come over, he's doing crunches in the backyard, you know, <laughs> and she's married. Wow. I've seen people that they haven't liked the, the in-laws so much that they keep up pictures of the ex-wife <laughs> at the house. You know, and they say it's right. my house. Is just that type of uh, you know environment. Environment. So there, it's all about: Are you really ready to to give your all to another person and take everything that comes with them? How how much of that are you willing to take? And I can't say what another person is willing to take or not willing to take. Um, it's about if you don't heed advice. So again, I don't know if if Whitney's not listening to her mother. Do I know if she would still be alive? I have no idea. Mm-hmm. You know how do we? How do you know somebody's information is the right information for you to take? So let's go with that one, the bad influence, right? If you're a young couple, say anywhere, but out of, uh, you're young, so let's say out of college or um, early 20s, okay? Okay. So really just graduating, just leaving the house, that type of scenario, and say say it's parents again are saying this person we don't we think was a bad influence. Right. You know, um, they may not be able to have, you know, something just does not seem right with me. He seems a little bit too uh, thuggish. He's, he or she maybe have, a, again, um, alcohol or drug addiction problems. Um, something just doesn't seem right. He just doesn't seem like an honorable person. He seems like he's shifty or, or he's shifty and shaky. And they're saying this. We feel this person will be a bad influence on you. How would you again coach that that couple, a young couple like that, where they may still be receiving some financial support from mom mm-hmm. and dad, mm-hmm. so they're kind of just getting on their feet. Well, I feel like if you here's the problem: if you're taking other people's money, you have to take their input. Okay. So I think it's, it's and this is really this is really happens a lot with people 18 to about 28. Okay. That are yeah, still, sure. They're still using mom and dad's house. Maybe dad let them borrow a car. Maybe dad paid for college. Maybe dad. No, right, right. What are you willing to give up to get what you want? If if you're willing enough to give up the college tuition that your parents are paying to be with Bob, be with Bob. But I think a lot of times it's not that kids don't see that somebody's a bad influence. Sometimes they want their bad influence. Okay. Sometimes they're they leaving home. They're just looking for any way out. And this dude bold enough to take me out of the home, I'm going to roll with it. Okay, fair enough. Fair Sometimes enough. they're mad. Hey, you divorced my dad and you didn't care about what I thought about who you should be with? 
Now, I don't care what you think about who I should be with. Sometimes they don't think that they can get the, the image of the person that you think that they can be. Maybe they see themselves as equal to the person that you think is a bad influence. Here's the thing that happens the most. Parents don't know their kids. So they really don't know what's going on with their child. No. Nope. Maybe their child is that same kind of person. They have an image with their parents, but they're really that right. kind of person. Right. Okay. Yeah. I mean, because here's, here's what, let's look at it. We know so many people, like they say, why do good women like bad men? Maybe they're not good women. <laughs> I mean, you know. Right, right, right. It, it, that's a great point. He's such a good guy. He always gets a bad girl. Maybe he's not a good guy. Maybe he's not such a good guy. Maybe he's not such a you good You know, guy. maybe he's fine. He's just fine with the caliber of person he's dating, high or low caliber, whatever right, he's Whatever it is. But you feel like that's not okay. And it is, though. Like, I, I tell this story all the time. When I lived downtown, and this, there's this homeless man he's trying to date me, and I was like, are you serious, you know? Right, right. And one week I see him going into somebody's apartment, a chick. They like a couple. <laughs> oh, and, somebody you know, was, hey. And the bell guy at the front desk was like, hey, did you know he was homeless? She said, I know. I know what I'm doing. You know, she didn't want input. She didn't want that input. I have lost friends because they have asked me for input about people they're going to marry. <laughs> I give that input, and I'm like, oh, no. Like, Take note of that. Now I know. Take note of so, that. I'm going to say take as much input or not take as much input as you want, but deal with the consequences. So when you don't take input, it's not always okay to come back later and say, I should have listened to you. Now I need a place to live. Right, I right. should have listened to you. Can you house me because this happened? <laughs> if you're not going to take input, then be willing to deal with the consequences. But if you are going to take input, then don't go back and chase somebody down and blame them for what you – because ultimately it's your decision for oh, what you It did. is your decision. Ultimately, at least in our culture. I mean, there's yes. some cultures that it's not, but here – there's, it's ultimately your decision for what and you do. you got to live with the consequences. Absolutely. So, you know, guys, thanks for, I mean, some email questions came through. You know, there's a lot of couples that we could go on and talk about, but I really want you to think about when you're judging another couple that you see on TV, that you see at church, that you see up the street, that if you can't take that same input about your relationship, try really hard.